0: Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com.
1: Racial approval only ballot on certain 30-year fixed rate loans. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Lock Talk Radio.
0: On tonight's episode of Confession Session.
1: An explosion in Ghana has left many devastated with all the race groups, white clowns running around, the FBI has deemed black identity extremists as a growing threat. And Dove has released another offensive, racist, and disrespectful ad depicting black women as dirty. What's good, y'all? This is your host, Angel Vandrina.
0: And I'm your host, General Thelma, and you are listening to the one and the only Confession. confession. How you doing this evening, Jen? <sighs> A nigga like me is tired, 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 tired. <laughs> yeah. Like, I realized before we even got on air, I was dozing off. So like, I was just like, damn. I hope I don't fall asleep through them. So you would have been mad as fuck if I ain't talking to right. you. You would have been like, uh, what the fuck going on? Where you at? <laughs> Texting right. me stop. Let me talk oh. about
1: these episodes that he's supposed to be talking about this evening. We we'll just have to do the show without. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dramatic I ass. I would have been heaving, uh, having a panic attack, uh, being like, I don't know what's going on with this with this topic right here. But uh, Jen, hopefully he calls in sometime soon. <laughs> <laughs> How's
0: everything? But,
1: Everything's been fine. Um, I think we just realized today that some of my clothing, my entire winter wardrobe has been donated to the How You Village.
0: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Because
1: they were in boxes and we had Purple Heart Veterans pick up a lot of our boxes because there was a lot of shoes and stuff and other clothes that I did not need. And we cannot find my winter um, uh, my winter clothing. It was a couple boxes, and they're no longer. Um, I we can't find them. <laughs> they're unable <laughs> to be <laughs> so. So I'm like, oh, like did we? Obviously, I wasn't this calm. Like, oh, did we? Did we just donate it to Value Village? I'm like, what the fuck? Where's my clothes? like, <laughs>
0: right. So
1: um. So now I have to buy like a whole new winter wardrobe. So I'm just salty about that because I wanted to do something real nice. My anniversary is coming up soon. You know, wanted to do something nice to my husband. But I'll figure it out. I mean, I do have some other winter clothes that I can wear long sleeves, but not too much. You know, I exchanged everything. I'm the type of person that changed my clothes for the season, so I box myself up for the summertime put the summer clothes, you know, where they're supposed to be at, winter clothes, vice versa. And so when we moved um, about six months ago, I was like, okay. Well, it was a little over six months ago. I was like, okay, it's, summertime is about to come. Let's put these summer clothes up. I mean, put these winter clothes up and we, we moved into the new house, and I guess we must have donated them. And I'm just super-duper salty and pretty upset about it. But overall, you know, we – You know, if I can buy me a couple outfits, you know, every other week, I'll be fine. So, I'm just a little salty. I have some cute-ass clothes. If I go to Value Village and I see my shit there, I'll be like, look, bitch, this is mine. This is mine. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I'm
1: just kidding. But no, I am. Right. No, they would not. They'd be like, oh, well, where would y'all pick up? Oh, what, like, look, bitch. I'm, I'm sure people already bought them, bottom, though, because there's a lot of name, brand stuff and stuff like that. But whatever, it's all good. It's all to the good, you know, nice clothes. I mean, helping somebody out is the way I'm thinking about it. So whatever, whatever, whatever. It is what it is. You do what it do. Anyway, so, guys, um, a, a chick like me is tired as well. So we're going to go ahead and get into these hot topics. But don't forget to check us out. On Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course, this podcast from Blog Talk. Don't forget to send your confessions to us at confessions are number 2 us at com. Like us, comment, rate, and subscribe. And let us know what you'd like to discuss, to discuss and also tag us in that drama. Jen, hit them with a
0: the confession question the other day. Absolutely. Confession question. I'm going to say like that. Conf- <laughs> I love
1: it. I fucking love it. <laughs>
0: How do you express sexual boredom or unhappy body changes to a spouse without hurting their feelings? Again, how do you express sexual boredom or unhappy body changes to a spouse without hurting their feelings? Yeah, let's get into those topics with Angel yes. I always say when I say Bondrina that it's like you bought the I don't know button to a chair. Angel you know how like some ghetto girls with the ghetto heights, so they be like, It's so and so Woo woo it's me.
1: <laughs> it's me, y'all. Angel my, not my <laughs> chair weak. That shit was weak. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, y'all, so the first topic I'm going to discuss today has to do with Dove. You guys know Dove. It's a soap. It's a shampoo. It's a a body, you know, something that you clean yourself with, in other words, or make supposedly make things, um, you know, clean. So anyways, a soap brand is apologizing for an advertisement that appears to show a black woman turning white after using their product. Like, uh, why would you want to do that? Anyways. An image we recently, this is what um, Dove had to say, an image we recently posted on Facebook missed the mark in representing women of color thoughtfully. Dove Brand wrote this, and they also stated that we deeply regret the offense it may have caused. Now, according to Baller Alert, Dove apologized after receiving backlash for a racist Facebook campaign. The photo was a soap <laughs> ad with a woman of color taking off a brown shirt. And when she took the shirt off, she became a white chick. Now, this was allegedly depicting that brown is, you know, dirty and white is clean. However, this was not the first time that Doug has uh, caught heat for their ads. Back in 2011, the company released a similar ad that depicts black women as dirty. <laughs> and the ad showed a black woman representing um like I stated dirty, a Latino woman, a uh, well, Latino woman in between, and then a white chick um, as clean after she used the dove. soap. now you can see this post on our Instagram page, uh, Confession to Us, the ad has now been removed. Jeanne, did you see the ad? Are you surprised? And what are
0: your thoughts on this? Um, I did see the ad. I don't know anything about the, the whole situation before with the black woman, the Hispanic woman, the white woman, but I did see this ad with the lady in the brown shirt. When I first saw it, I was just like, come on, seriously, it definitely was sensitive. Um, they wanted to spark some sort of some sort yeah. of outrage, you know, get, like, you know, a viral hit, and, you know, it was definitely, in my opinion, I feel like it was an all publicity type of book. but there is no way that they look at it like this is going to come across as, like, Normal and people are going to think it's funny Or it's cute Like shit like that is definitely offensive And they knew that they were going to Piss a few people off They didn't care and for that reason I am not going to be Fucking with Dove anymore um, Yeah and I actually like their body Soaps but uh, now no longer I swear, And I I would not Ever 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 Use Dove shit again because to me That was just come on Seriously, at a time like this, you gonna come out with an ad like that? Yeah, just totally disrespectful.
1: Absolutely, okay. Jen. I'm just gonna tell you right now. I swear, we, me and you, people would think that me and you are in the same household because I completely agree. Now with Dove. We went shopping today, and my husband was like, oh, let me grab two bottles of this, dub, because I love the way they make, the soap makes me feel. I said, no, how about you grab yeah, that me. albino right there? Grab the albino, the, uh, let me, let me use that for now. He was like, what are you talking about? This is $4 more. I said, okay, and we're going to use that because Doug decided to post uh, a racial ad, and it's ridiculous. So I showed my husband an ad. He was like, oh, okay, well, let's try albino, and that's what it's going to be. So, yeah, we're no longer supporting or buying, you know, we're, we we can spend more money. It's fine. Because what we're not going to do is sit up here and support people who think that the shit is funny. So, and like Jen said, I love the way it made my body feel. But for them to release something this unthoughtful, this disrespectful, and, and then want to apologize and take it off like, bitch, it's already out there. You know what I'm saying? This is the second time they've done some dumb shit like this depicting black women as dirty. And it's like, motherfucker, we cleaner than y'all, okay? Like, don't even... I might be trying to make this to, like, a race thing, but, like, don't even go there, okay? Like, I, I see the shit, and it smells bad. And motherfucking black people, they don't sit around, smelling like fucking rainy dogs all goddamn day, you know, after just taking a shower. So let's not go there, even after using Dove so bitch. So yeah, I won't be representing or wearing any more Dove anything. It's over. It this is way too much for me. Two times, and this is a, a, the as big as the brand is. You know, it they know better. I, it, even if I was like a model type chick, I wouldn't even be on their ads because I'd be so you know you know, far fish. I'm like, okay, well, what would you guys be using me for? I'm sure the women who was in that, those ads, they did not realize that they were going to be depicted as a dirty black bitch or dirty black woman or dirty chick. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. And this is unacceptable. So, yeah, no, no more dub for me. But we're going to move on from dub because guess what? They bitch made. That's all. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
0: A natural gas station in Accra, um, which is Ghana's capital, exploded on Saturday. Uh, The number of fatalities and injuries are still uncertain. Uh, The explosion was about 7.30 their time. I don't know the time, you guys. Please don't ask. It's 7.30 in Accra and Ghana on Saturday. That's when the explosion took place. And it began at a state-owned Goyle liquid-owned natural gas station, and it spread across the street to a total uh, patrol station um, at the Atomic Junction, um, Five residents ran from the explosion nearby, which sent a giant fireball into the sky. Even though the initial blaze was largely kept under control, because at least six fire engines um, and ambulances responded to the scene, uh, Accra City authorities are still urging citizens to avoid the area. I also want to know if this is not the first time that I guess explosion has um, resulted in a number of a large number of fatalities and injuries Um, in 2015 150 people were killed while seeking shelter at a petroleum gas station in Ghana Uh, gas caught fire floating on top of rising water at the station pumps Um, and the station pumps exploded so yeah
1: it seems like you know, the people who are um, like at these gas stations or the owners and stuff may not be doing exactly what they need to do. If these are um, gas fires or explosions, and I mean, they're killing so many people, they just need to make sure that, you know, a few times a month that they have somebody out there checking to make sure pipes and, um, Lines or whatever it called whatever causes the explosion the the pumps everything is good to go that you know there's no smoking near you know just be protective and be aware of what's going on in the surroundings because this is upsetting it's dangerous and many people's lives are at stake due to these explosions I mean shit that makes you not even want to go to a gas station if you are in guys, you know what I'm saying or anywhere near pumps because of this is something that you know has happened. Twice within the last three years, you know. So how? Who's to know how much? How many more times it may happen within the next three years? It's devastating. It's sad. And just pray for the individuals in Ghana, the people who may have lost family, fingers, or legs. Continue to look after and uh, pray. Um, other than that, I don't really have anything else to say. That's just sad. And I hope people are being more, um, more aware of what's going on in, in, at their stations or in their area. How do you
0: feel, Jen? I agree. I, um, definitely scary. I'm already uncomfortable when I'm at a gas station because I never really know like what the <laughs> specific protocol. Like, I can leave my phone in the car. Like I don't be back and forth from inside the car outside the car when I'm pumping the car. Like I'm like don't want to touch it. You know. I'm Me too. To, so it's like already, you know, I don't really know like what to do. Um, but I agree. I, I think. Obviously, if there have been, like, even though it's not, like, a a common occurrence, but that this has happened before, it's such a large reaction, maybe the gas are not up to par, and maybe they should look into how to better service and and make it so we don't have these instances where a leak may cause, like, this huge, Mm -hmm. catastrophic, you know, situation. Um, Yeah bears up to everyone in Ghana and in Africa, and uh, you know, I hope that cause because right now we don't know the number of people that died, but I hope it isn't as large as you know previously in 2015. Mm-hmm. But that's scary, scary, definitely.
1: Yeah, it's sad. Another thing that's that's been that's scary that's been happening is um, is waitresses thinking that they can sit up there and segregate or um, just be racist to a a certain individual or a certain, you know, ethnicity. That's scary because, you know, that happened to me, a bitch would get punched in their face. However, that has nothing to do with, uh, well, it has everything to do with what I'm going to talk about next. So a waitress at Denny's tries to make black customers pay for their bill before being served. Now, me and Jen are gonna have a lot to talk about this. So, in independently owned Denny's franchise, there, there are a few employees, short after workers, um, pretty much expounded on racist tactics onto a group of black male diners. The incident took place um, at the Federal Way, Washington restaurant, and witnesses by, and it w- this was witnessed by Palmer Pelham, so and his wife Esther. Now, this is – it's crazy because they took this in, information to Facebook. They detail and everything – they detail everything that transpired, and so it was just pretty much a wrap for this franchise. However, let's get into this. Now, there was only one other table occupied when we arrived, and this is all um, a statement by Palmer, tell him, and his wife. Um, There was only one other occupied table when we arrived. We were seated immediately, according to the News Tribunal. A few minutes after we sat down, four African-American men walked in. They had to wait 10 minutes, even though the restaurant was empty, to be seated. The Post went um, on to note that two white men came in after the four black customers were seated immediately. And after a waste, so if you guys didn't catch that, the, the two white men, they were seated immediately, but the Four black guys, they had to wait to be seated for 10 minutes. Now, after the waitress took the four men orders, she quickly returned to the table and asked them to pay before the cook would prepare their food. Several people ordered and they leave without paying, so the manager told them that they had to pay first. After this, Pelham and his wife asked for their bill and they left the establishment, but not before confronting the racist waitress. Due to her behavior. Now, after this, Pelham and his wife um, they shared this information on Facebook, and it went viral, um, upwards, gathering 20,000 reactions and almost 8,000 comments on Facebook. The incident is not the first time Denny's has been accused of racial discrimination. In '94, the restaurant paid $54 million in a race bias suit that included the case of six black. Secret service members for then President Bill Clinton were refused service while their white counterparts were readily seated. Um, Another account of Denny's uh, of a racist occurrence is at Denny's where uh, black patrons they were asked once again to prepay for their meals um, and this was documented in 1991 and then also uh, something similar to this again in 2014. So the um, Denny's the Washington Denise decided to address this in a statement on Facebook rebuking the behavior of the workers involved, stating, We are deeply disappointed and outraged by the situation that took place at our independently owned franchise restaurant at twenty one thirty two. South 320th Street, Federal Way, Washington. Denny's has zero tolerance for discrimination of any kind. This type of behavior is unacceptable for any reason, and it's clearly inconsistent with our policies and practices. After a swift investigation, the employees involved in this incident are no longer employed by our franchise and are no longer a part of the Denny's system. Jeanne what is your
0: thoughts on this? Um my thoughts are that this is very fucking annoying. I'm not surprised in my opinion, restaurants that greet some of the most racist, ignorant people that you can imagine um, servers, bartenders, hostesses, busers, manager restaurant managers like they they it gets to a point to where people, they start to stereotype. I see time and time and again. And it's like service. They see the worst in people in general. Um, just recently, recently Houston's, uh, this restaurant in Atlanta, people are mm-hmm. protesting because I guess they didn't see a large group they they told like this black, um, group of people that they don't see large parties, even though they set like a large party of like white people. And it was like a black and Hispanic person. Um, but in my opinion, it's just like if, they, if they're if they showing you that, you know, they're not going to treat you well and don't spend your money, like I, I have so many instances where I felt, you know, discriminated against or, you know, with me working in hospitality, I've seen, you know, people – day without saying, well, when I used to work at Apple back in the day, they used to say, you know, I don't like serving black people. Even black people used to say, I don't like serving, you know, black people or whatever. Um, but as far as, you know, with, with myself personally and, and things that I have, you know, been through or felt, I, I remember I, I said it on the show where I was at, I went to my um for my best friend, he had gotten to grad school and it was like his last day before he went off to grad school. And um, the waiter who was black, he kept reminding us to add auto gratuity into it because I'm assuming he didn't think that we were going to tip or some shit like that. Um, I remember just recently when I was in Wilmington and we were going to eat at the seafood spot and the, the waitress had no the waitress didn't come over to us for like 10, 15 minutes. And then they set like this white family and they greeted the white family. Um, they had set the white family and they automatically went and greeted the white family. And like, and we were sitting there for like 15 minutes. So we didn't even, I'm not even going to sit and complain. I was just like, I looked at my boyfriend. I was like, are you ready? Like, you know. Oh, you ready? <laughs> like, you oh, you know, ready? I'm, I'm not going to make get my money and sit here and complain to you, bitch. No. Like, hopefully you live and you learn. And it's just, like, I feel like you would think people would come to a point to where everybody's not the fucking same. Like, if you've had instances with, with annoying as black people, you should have some, and it's the same with me. I, I've been in this industry six years, you know what I'm saying? I bartend, we know that. I have seen the worst in all races. And I've seen the best in all races. I have had some of the most annoying black people. But I also can tell you that my largest tips have been from black people. So it's just like I, I've gotten $1,000 tips. I've gotten $100 tips from black people. So it's just like you can't sit here and and st- stereotype a whole group and discriminate a whole group. Like, get your fucking money. Like, what What do you think? You, you better somebody working at fucking nannies. Did <laughs> you add dick. <laughs> it's better than somebody and you gonna sit here and, and look at them and be like, Oh no, they may walk out. I need I need a form of payment now. And for the black people to sit there and be okay with that, to me I think it's crazy as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like even just Well them, they like, questioned what? they
1: questioned it though. They questioned it. They was just like, Well, you know, like nobody else ever paid. I mean, obviously, they clearly was okay with it because they didn't walk out, but they were just like, like, do you do this to everybody? Or, like, no, we've had people who recently... And then they also be asked to talk to the manager um, about that situation and shit like that. But I'm like, shit. Like, what? We gotta pay first. Like, bitch, Sam, let's roll, because I ain't like our time for this shit now.
0: Right. like No, it's not... And, and that's what I to said, too. Like, oh, well, no, like, if no if you... Uh, if y'all are that uncomfortable with somebody getting up and walking out the meals, then I obviously don't need to be in this environment. You all have a great afternoon. Like mm-hmm. as simple as that. I'm sitting here argue with you, I can't stand a bitch like that. Just want to sit and argue with somebody. Like, oh, I feel disrespected. No, you show them better than you fucking You feel like you're disrespected. Why are you spending your hard earned money there if you don't feel like you're being treated worthy mm-hmm. or as at, up any worth as you should. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm, I'm
1: talking so damn much. No, because, because you're making some good, you know, statements. I feel like, first of all, I'm not even trying to shit a poo-poo, but this is a Denny's waitress. Like, bitch, you ain't getting paid nothing more than $2 an hour. So shut the fuck up. Don't nobody want to walk out on a fucking $20 Denny's bill. You guys give people coupons so that they can come to Denny's. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you being so racist? And then the fact that this has not been the first time that, you know, Denny's has been accused right. of doing some bullshit like that. It's crazy. But ultimately, I'm excited, you know, the fact that she lost her job. Me Yay. too. Bitch, goodbye. Yeah, so fuck is, you,
0: fuck you. Hopefully now <laughs> you're watching that Waffle House, honey. Like, where the <laughs> meals are, even walking out
1: okay right this is now george will getting paid one dollar and 65 cents oh i'm sorry one dollar okay like, so she's <laughs> over a dollar she, she less but anyway so i just feel like that's stupid never judge anybody like and the, my thing is i cannot stand if i go inside a restaurant with my husband like people don't even try and take us serious unless they see us pull unless they've seen us pulled up or whatever the case you know what i'm saying this is like and my husband always drives, he has a nice vehicle. So, and it's so irritating. You know what I'm saying? Like, bitch, I should be able to come up with this motherfucker with a Chevy, with a 1987 Chevy Nova, and I still tip well. Like, don't even come, don't judge people, because that's where you get, life fucked up. Now, if you want me to be that bitch, I'm going to tip your ass if you want if you want me to be that bitch. You know what I'm saying? But treat me well, be respectful, and you will get that $15 tip that you deserve on a $20 bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, on a $20 right. bill. You know what I'm saying? So don't even go there. Like, bitch, damn near tipped you as much as my food cost. So let's let's break it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But you won't see my ass going nowhere. whatever my food costs, $20 anyway. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But I'm just saying, like that's crazy, it, the audacity, and it's just like, girl, now you're fired, now you look stupid, right. and now she, and, and now the bitch is mad at black people, <laughs> like, oh, stupid nigger got me fired. Like, no, bitch, you got yourself fired. You got yourself like,
0: fired doing nothing doing the stupid. most for no. Reason like taking your job, (laughs) two fucking kids for one, like you you better than some damn body. Like, that's that's your part you fucked up on life and you didn't realize it. Like, I'm sure you're like well into your 30s and you're serving at Denny's. You know, she was in her 40s. You know, she was in her 40s with three baby daddies and
1: two kids.
0: Definitely 41, definitely 41. Three
1: baby daddies and two kids.
0: I met for a pill addiction. A couple of fake teeth and I'm off. Um Anyway. Exactly. <sighs> this may come as a shock to many, but the Federal Bureau of Investigation are now stating that black identity extremists are the new U.S. threat. Well, right before the white supremacists prepared to march an attack in Charlottesville, Virginia, in August, the FBI warned of a new threat, and it was... Black Identity Extremists. A report from August was leaked, and it details the information that the FBI gathered. The report from the FBI reads, the FBI assesses it is likely, very likely, Black Identity Extremists' perceptions of police brutality against African Americans spurred an increase in premeditated, retaliatory, lethal violence against law enforcement and will very likely serve as justification for such violence. Reads the report, which is marked for official use only and obtained by foreign policy. The report goes on to say the FBI assesses it is very likely incidences of mm-hmm. alleged police abuse against African Americans since then have continued to feed the resurgence in ideologically motivated violent criminal activity within the BIE movement. A former senior counterterrorism and intelligence official from the Department of Homeland Security reviewed the documents at FP's request and was shocked by the language and content of the report. This is is a new umbrella designation that has no basis. There are civil rights and privacy issues all over this. The FBI has yet to comment on the report.
1: Wow. Wow. This is just, this is type of stupid shit that really just irks me. While y'all sitting up there talking about black identity extremists are the next growing threat, what about the threats that are currently occurring? What about the white supremacist groups and the rallies that are consistently popping the fuck up in Charlottesville? What about the people who are sitting up there? What about, you know what, not even to go even. Or what about the racist people that are sitting in office? What about Donald Trump? What about the people who won't sit up there and hire black people that are qualified for jobs? You know what I'm saying? Because they're scared. Because they're scared that they may take their position. Or the other white people who sit up there and they hire one black person to work in a community full of black people because now their company is diverse. Get the fuck out of here. This FBI bullshit is trash. It's trash. And the fact that this is what the new growing threat is, is absolutely absurd. Now, they want to talk about the growing threat, but they're not talking about the threat that's current. That's what we're worried about. The current threats. The the Ku Klux Klan. The the fucking racist white folks that are killing motherfuckers and chopping down shit. Like, get the fuck out this is unacceptable. The FBI, they need to go ahead and comment, but they're trying to get a whole entire spiel together probably written by a black person to go ahead and and get this shit out here. It's absurd. They need to get their shit together because this is stupid. But then they even release something like this. But then they even be invading my fuckers' privacy. It's like, what are you talking about? Well, how is this really a growing threat? Because we really believe in who the fuck we are? Because we're not going to take shit from y'all no more? Because we're not scared anymore because you guys can't just beat us down and shoot us anymore because there is social media and shit like that that's going to pop up on the news and stuff and you guys can't just beat a up and down? Like, yeah, you should be scared. We are, I guess, a growing threat in that sense because we're no longer scared. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. That sounds crazy. Just, yeah. What are your thoughts? This is getting me real once high. Once
0: again, once again, disgusting. <laughs> once again, I'm not fucking surprised. Anyway, they can keep us down. They are going to try. Mm -hmm, You got mm -hmm. a whole, a whole fucking Nazi movement going on in Charlottesville. Like, didn't Mm -hmm. ten people just come back? Didn't 10 neo-Nazis just come back to Charlottesville yesterday and got ran the fuck off again? Who are ready to fucking die to keep their race pure? Who are spewing this hatred and are saying it's going to be a race war soon and you worried about people saying Black Lives Matter, you are trying to demonize Colin Kaepernick and the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's going to always be this bullshit. Just yeah. continue to <laughs> keep your money in your communities like I've been saying.
1: Stay home, mm-hmm.
0: Pray. Um, voting. I don't know everywhere else, but local voting is on the 10th. So if you're in North Carolina, make sure you go to the polls. Well, read we, about all the positions that you need to go on for and vote. I will be voting on the chance. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, like this, it, it's it's such bullshit. Like and like the person was saying, like they had no basis. Like it was, it didn't make no sense. It's just black identity extremists. So you, like you said, so it's just a bunch of. So you there are they're gonna try and target. People that are proud of their heritage, people that are saying to buy black and to continue to support black owned and to combat injustices and to talk about injustice, not saying to get out here and, and kill police, but to just recognize when police are treating people unfairly because they have been since the beginning of fucking time. Like, that's wrong, man.
1: I agree. It's wrong, and it's crazy, and it's absurd, and it's obnoxious, and it's stupid. Like, I mean, the list just goes on and on and on as to how oblivious everyone seems to be. But, I mean, once again, this is the FBI. They're going to sit up there and betray black people or whoever they want to betray as the enemy when we all know who the real enemy is. And it's those people behind them, goddamn badges. So. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: With that being said, we're going to move on. But we got an eye on you, motherfuckers, just like y'all got a growing eye on us, fool ass. Portia Williams, fool ass. See, not everybody's. Everybody's on my shit list now. Now. <laughs> Portia Williams, she confirms whether or not she was sent home packing from Real Housewives of Atlanta vacation for putting pause, allegedly, on Marlo Hampton. And she talks about the fight on Dish Nation. This is according to Basta. Now, remember when we told you Portia Williams supported, uh, supposedly got into another fist fight? on the set of Real Housewives of Atlanta, this time with Marlo Williams while on vacation to Spain, and she got sent home early because her scrappy ass can't ever seem to keep her hands to herself. Well, now Portia is weighing in. When the topic of Real Housewives of Atlanta drama came up during a recent episode of Dish Nation, Portia addressed the issue kind of as best as she could while under contract anyways. While Portia confirmed she came home early to Atlanta mm-hmm. earlier than she planned. Um, she unsurprisingly said, You know, no one sent her any place. But as far as flat boxing with Mara goes, uh, I guess you know, if we haven't seen an episode. I really don't watch Real Housewives and Wayne like that. But if the episode hasn't came up, you guys are gonna have to see what happened. If it has, then you guys already saw what happened. Um but yeah, Portia's saying nobody sent her anywhere. So with this well any place. So with this statement it's like, Okay, well girl, did you go home because you wanted to call call at first? Like, you know, like when somebody thing you ain't fire you, you're like, I ain't get fired, bitch, I quit. You know, it is like this what you did right. or, you know, like what what is the case in this situation here? However, whatever <laughs> the case is, um, keep your hands to yourself, bitch. Joe is your thoughts on her her
0: well, we, they definitely did not air this fight because the new season of Real Housewives in Atlanta does not start for another month, Miss Angel Andrina. But Okay, well, sorry, sorry. I do. <laughs> I do believe Portia got sent home, and I'm sure her ass got 86. If you all don't know what 86 is, that is restaurant speak for her. no more. She's done. She got taken away <laughs> because I think they are just – they're tired of her, like, putting hands on everybody. Like, that shit is not even cute. Like, what are you doing? Like, if you are that, up, if people make you that upset, do not put yourself in these situations. Walk away. Like, walk <laughs> the fuck away. You All you got to do is turn up on a bitch and not look like a fool and just be ready to read. Like, that's it. Be ready to go in on a bitch you ain't got to lay hands on her. Like, Marla, Marlo is annoying. Like, she is very fucking annoying. If you watch the show, like, she's a stunt queen. Like, she don't got no money, spent all her everything on labels, and it's a known prostitute. So it's like, why are you letting this girl get the most out of you? Oh, like, Yikes. Known prostitute.
1: Known mm, mm, mm. no prostitute, show.
0: honey. She. She has been with married white men for years. So it's just like, uh, I I wouldn't give a fuck about what she had to say at all. (sighs) According to CBS Chicago, a medical examiner's office autopsy revealed that cold exposure was a substantial factor in the 19-year-old Kanika Jenkins' death. Uh, She was also found to have alcohol and drugs in her system capable of better easing her into the early stages of hypothermia, later leading to her death. Toxicology test detected alcohol, to alcohol and topiramate, to a medication for epilepsy and or migraines in a woman's system. In Jenkins, her blood alcohol concentration was at 112, um, higher than the .08 legal limit for driving in the state of Illinois, as the coroner's office stated. Uh, Jenkins didn't have a prescription for any type of topiramate medication, according to her family. Um, the coroner's office claims the amount of drug in Jenkins' system was in the therapeutic range. Um, alcohol and topiramate are synergistic. When combined, the effect of either or both drugs is enhanced. Uh, topiramate, like alcohol, can cause dizziness, impaired memory, impaired concentration, poor coordination, confusion, and impaired judgment. A news release said central nervous system depression. Or impairment combined with cold exposure can hasten the onset of hypothermia and death. The circumstances Kanika Jenkins' death sparked controversy nationwide. Her body was discovered in the basement walk-in freezer earlier last month at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Rosemont, Illinois. The discovery of her body was made a full 24 hours after she was last seen at a party on the ninth floor of the hotel. Uh, 47 cameras captured 36 hours of surveillance video footage, but none show Kanika actually walking into the freezer, uh, which leads to speculation over whether she voluntarily entered in and closed the door. But now we all know she died from freezing in a freezer.
1: You said she died from what, Jen?
0: Freezing in a freezer.
1: Wow. That's sad. It is. That's sad. You should just, you know, sometimes we be with our friends and we think, you know, that we're going to be protected or we go to a party and we think like, damn, like, you know, everything is going to be cool. Everything is going to be good to go. And you just don't know how that night is going to end. Just always you know, take those precautions in mind. If you know you're gonna be somewhere and it's so crazy to me because when I was younger, when I was, you know, in my teen like her age, Connecticut Jean Kids age, when I was eighteen, nineteen years old, I just wanted to fly and flutter from my mom wings and just have a good time. I didn't wanna be in the house. I wanted to go and hang out with my friends and I did not have that that what if something happened? You know, that that little part of my brain never really went off like that. I was just like, yeah, I'm bad. You know, I'm ready to get crunk. I'm ready. Whatever the case was, you know, just being stupid. And, um, that's one thing that that can't really be taught. You really just have to, um, you know, like, well, I mean, I'm sorry, I shouldn't, that has to be taught. You really have to instill this type of stuff inside, inside your kid because, You know, these type of things, they happen, and they happen so often. And, you know, I'm going to be on my son's ass, you know, and I'm just trying to let you know, like, when he get, like, 12 years old, I'm like, look, let me tell you about this, that, that, and other real quick. Because that's another thing that happens. And especially, you know, African-American households, we are not really talking with our children. We're not really, you know, trying to figure out what's going on in our lives. We're scared. We're scared to, you know, open up a, a diary or anything like that, you know, and see what's mm-hmm. happening in our kids' life. We can't be like that. You know, my mom her ass read my motherfucking diaries. And I'm telling you, my diaries were explicit. I was talking about a boy grabbed my ass one time. She was like, he grabbed your ass. He he grabbed your ass. You slapped his hand down because you was mad. I was like, oh, thank you a lot. I, I slapped his hand down because I really did and I really was mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, I was like 14 at the time. You know, and I was writing that type of stuff in my diary. My mom, she found my diary and she read it. And now that, I mean, I'm over 10 years older than that. You know, I'm 20, I'm about to be 27 in less than a month. And I think about those yeah. days, I'll be like, "Dang, you know, this deep. That mom, she did that and she went through my diary and all of that stuff. And though this chick is 19 years old or, you know, Kaninka, she was 19 years old. That doesn't mean that all because she's old, you still can't climb that ladder. You still can't whip her ass, you know. And I feel like maybe if she, the mom, and I'm not trying to say nothing negative about the family or anything, their bond. But sometimes moms, they they think that it's more important to be their their kid's friend than an actual mom, Mm -hmm. and it's not. It's not. So um, once again, prayers to the family. And I hope that this is something that, you know, people, they take into consideration when they are sending their kids out. And once again, also, though, this is. I'm not trying to end this on a whatever type of note, but this is another reason why it is so important to have life insurance on your children because you never know when a death may happen to your kids, you know, especially during a teenage year. So it's really sad. Jen, your thoughts?
0: Um, it definitely is unfortunate. I'm glad now it's finally like an official answer. I mm-hmm. kind of knew that this was the situation you know, we talked about this so many times on the show, but it was to me it was just obvious that she was just really fucked up and was fucked up to the point to where she got lost in the freezer to me, which is I can't see that ever happening no matter how drunk I was. But I've never been drunk and high. I've never been under the I mean, so pyramid like what is that? Like was she popping pills and didn't realize right. she was popping and you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, I mean, it's just scary that you know. You would think just setting your—I don't, I don't think her mother probably felt like her daughter was that reckless, so she didn't have any control of her. She probably thought like, okay, well, I know you're not going to be to the point where you are going to get lost in that season, you know. And for her to have to deal with that, and and, and right, you know, maybe not. Thinking that she needs to have a conversation because kids are going to make mistakes, but you know, you making something that is life threatening, a mistake that is life threatening, you know, often that will happen. You know, no one is really too sure <laughs> right. how to handle that. Because I, I mean, I can think about even with me being younger me doing some dumb stuff, you know, even kicking it with you is just like, I've been fucking to the point uh-huh, where... don't come now, at me. Don't come at me like I'm a bad influence, motherfucker. No, no, I'm not saying not, not that it was you, but I'm just saying like, I've been drunk to the point to where now I would never do that shit. Like, I would never get that drunk. Like, what's the point of being that drunk? Like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was just me being... Young and being stupid and being like, let me see how I'm fucked up. Because I'm thinking like I'm fucked up, but I'm just like, okay, well, I can still move and I can still be. So obviously, I'm not as fucked up as I think I am. And just as wasted and disgusting and just saying whatever and not even realizing what I'm saying. And, I, you know, and now at, at my age now, I'm like, I would never, Hell no. I would never, I would never get that drunk ever, 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 ever. You know what I'm saying? So. The youth is really wasted on the young, but uh, the prayers for the Jenkins family and you know may may God rest her soul. But it's yeah. just sad. It's, it's sad. She was a beautiful girl, but yeah. you know you have to be responsible. You you know you kids they they really be thinking they're invincible and they're not like I know
1: too, um, I know. It's oh gosh. You can die. You, should... you can die
0: from from anything. Anything. Like a fucking that. bow and arrow, like. That Gosh. I mean, and it's not not to sound insensitive, but that really is a stupid way to die. Like, that is a stupid I know. Fucking way to I mean, walk crazy. Freezer. freezer and
1: freeze to death. Like, girl. Yeah. Damn, you couldn't just have pressed the button. God damn. That's fucked up. She probably didn't even see that motherfucker. Like, God, never mind. Anyway. um, So, we're going to go ahead and talk about Nellie. Um, you guys have been hearing the story all over the place and I'm sure of it. But Nelly has been accused. Rapper Nelly accused of of rape after a performance in Seattle. The Grammy winner is currently in custody in Washington State. Police have arrested Nelly. Nelly, you know, just the man who's addicted to, you know, manicure toes and chicks for cornrows. It just is crazy to me. But uh yeah, he he the police have him for a second degree rape after a woman who's unidentified um said that he raped her in a town outside of Seattle, Washington. Like so Nelly just just went to some bitch and just raped her. Like outside of a town. Like I'm sorry y'all, I'm just so flabbergasted by this story. But in uh, Auburn, Washington, police spokesman Commander Steve Stoker said Officers arrested Nelly Around 7 a.m. on Saturday morning Yesterday morning, 7 o'clock in the morning While he was on his tour bus in a parking lot At a local Walmart Now, according to TMZ, the woman reported The alleged rape at 3.45 a.m. On Saturday morning And said it occurred on Nellie's tour bus After his performance in Seattle that night Nellie's Attorney Scott Rosenblum Denies any of the accusations. Rosenblum says the allegations are false and motivated by greed and vindictiveness. Um, our initial investigation clearly established the alleged the allegation is devoid of credibility. Um, this is also a statement by Rosenblum. He said, "I am confident once the accusation is thoroughly investigated, there will be no charges." Nellie is prepared to pursue all legal avenues and redress any damages caused by this clearly false allegation. And this is what he told the entertainment news site. Nellie, who's 42 years old, um, is currently, like I stated, in jail and, according to Mr. Stalker, will appear before a judge at some point. Jeanne, why is is not lying on Nellie? Like, girl...
0: Why would
1: Nelly want to rape you? And what's her yeah, ethnicity, I, I don't, I, What's
0: her I don't know. I mean, the <laughs> thing is, it, it's just like, you can't, I don't want to just go here and rule it out because there are a I lot know, of people that are so victims funny. of rape and, you know what I'm saying, and a lot of times that's the reason why they have such a hard time with admitting to, you know, being victims of rape or molestation or anything else because they don't feel like people are going to believe them. You know, but in this situation, I just don't see it happening. Like, Nellie is still rich. He's still fine. Like, Exactly with a beautiful woman. It's just like, I Full don't daughter. see a reason to. Yeah. Full <laughs> he's a, definitely, you know, a Hollywood father or a family, you know, I don't know. But I just don't see it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you need to have to rape somebody when you can? Going to fuck whoever you want, like it, it don't, it don't really make sense. But they're also saying it's like this video that was released of him in concert with a little girl that was like creepy. I didn't watch the video, but have you seen that or heard anything about that? No. Okay. what was, so, was the video? It I, it was like he was on stage with a little girl, and like people were saying like the situation, the scenario was like really creepy. I didn't watch the video. Um, I'm going to probably watch it after the show And I guess we can talk about it on Thursday But um I don't know the details I guess we're going to have to wait and see What all unfolds But I'm hoping he didn't You know I'm sure he didn't rape the girl But you know You never know How do you feel? I feel like it's just It's
1: It's crazy to me that you know. I just you just never know. Once again, I just really hope that ultimately, if Nelly did decide to step out on his wife, that he did not. Um, um, he has done a little bit of weird, creepy shit. When this video with this little girl, it's it's pretty creepy. Like, Uh, what did he do? Yeah. Okay, so I'm watching it now, and he like. Uh, what are you doing like it's just it's just like first he's kinda like which like first it doesn't seem weird or anything like that. It's like he's kinda like telling her a secret or whatever like that talking to her, not like like hand like he's just like talking to her and stuff like that. then he takes his glasses off, he hands her the um his glasses and then he like grabs her hair and like twirls her hair up like in his hand and he's like either singing to her or, or got his head on her forehead and I that's the only creepy part when he like twirls her little hair up like what are you doing with that she's like well that, that's the only weird part of the video where he twirls her hair but um him singing to her or him talking to her Anything like that, or him whispering to her, like it seemed like it was just something on the stage. So I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's like molestation, creepy, or no shit like that. It just seems like you know, like he just, like I don't know, I don't know what he probably would do to his daughter, you know, or besides the hair twirling shit. But um, anyways, as far as him being accused of raping the chick, uh, me and my husband we have been going back and forth with this all day. And only way I can see, because it's second degree rape. So, only thing that I can see happening is one or two scenarios. One, he had sex with a chick, and, you know, it was maybe some rough sex, and, you know, he knows, or the chick knows that Nellie is married, and, you know, she just goes to the police, like, yeah, he raped me, I had, we had sex with a condom, or maybe she poke holes in the condom, or whatever that case is, and, um, you know, that's just it. You know, I had sex, I went outside on my wife, and on my tour bus, and, you know, I'm caught up or number two, which is a fucked up scenario. Maybe it was a chick that was underage on his tour bus, and he did not know that she was underage, and he had sex with a chick that was underage. And no matter what, if she's under, what, 18, 17 years old, that's that's automatic rape. And maybe, you know, these chicks, they be young as hell, looking like grown-ass, stacked women. You know what I'm saying? So those are the only two scenarios I can really see happening in this, in this situation, but dang, that would be real messed up if he raped somebody. As rich as he is, as many hits as he put out, his wife, beautiful with his daughters. i like, what? You, I can't see it yeah. happening. It's literally, like I said, almost inconceivable to me to believe that Nelly,
0: with a body,
1: has raped somebody. So that, to me, is kind of like, you know, um, just, I don't know. It's like, like a couple famous people. Uh, Michael B. Jordan raping somebody. Like, you know he ain't raping you, girl. Shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, mm-hmm. like you know, or or I don't know. Just it's like a couple famous people like raping you. Like, you know, like I don't feel like these people have to rape you. They look so good. Like, why would they have to rape you? Like, why would Safari right. would have to rape you? Like, girl, please get out of here. But uh, <laughs> but anyway, so that's just my opinion. We're gonna have to definitely keep you all aware and up to date on this, but um. Jen, do you think that you know it's a possibility that he raped a girl or?
0: <laughs> 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 uh, I'm just
1: pulling
0: go him that off that. There you go, step <laughs> <that> boy. <bullshit. laughs> what you, <laughs> said, what you <laughs> asked you last week, like <laughs> in three different ways. I was like, you asked me <laughs> a question one more time. I I that I, I, I thought
1: I could get you. I Thought I could get you. I see you. <laughs> was, I see. Ya. Unfortunately, you were expecting. That I'm gonna have to get you sooner.
0: Nah.
1: <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> but but anywho, you guys, before we end our um our our daily confessional session, um, we got a question of the day. How do you express sexual boredom? Or unhappy body changes to a spouse without hurting your feelings, and this is a really good question that somebody, um, actually today, talked to me about, and I was just like, oh my god, like that is such a got question, so I decided to, um, yeah, just kind of talk about it and just want to kind of hear Jen opinion, and I'm not really sure, like how you say something like I'm so blunt and so frank, I just like. Mm that stomach but I mean like if I'm gaining weight too it's like bitch you can't say nothing about nobody that's just my opinion like really? I can't say nothing about how nobody look when my face is over here looking like a damn balloon you know what I'm saying so I don't really know but as far as and that's just body changes as far as like sexual boredom I don't know like I've been with my husband as many people know this month make 11 years three years married 11 years together and I'm not bored yet. <laughs> right. So I don't really know what y'all doing. I mean, it's been 11 years, and still put it down. So, but um, I don't really know because I haven't been in a situation. And even though I haven't been in that situation, doesn't mean I can't really express, like, you know, how you can talk to somebody about it. But I just kind of want to hear Jen's thoughts and opinions on, you know, how do you express unhappy
0: body changes to a spouse without hurting feelings? Or um, how would I? I don't know. I mean like I, like you said I, I don't know. I've never been through that personally where I've gotten bored but I mean mm-hmm. I, I think it will probably be kind of like hard because you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings and I feel like when you're talking about somebody's physical appearance or just sex with a person in general. Those are both very touchy subjects. Um, but I, I mean, I think it would, I don't know if I would be like, okay, yeah, your sex came, they got whacked, but I would Ooh, damn. encourage, I don't think I would ever do no shit like that, but I would definitely like encourage like different stuff. Like if you, if there's like a certain position or the position like in the same, i will be like, okay, well let's, let's try this. Or if you're doing something <laughs> that I don't like, you know what I'm saying? But then
1: what if yeah. you say, what you what if you be like, Okay, who the fuck told you to do that? Will you get that position?
0: <laughs> How you learning about this I position? Mean, and then what you gonna say? Right. I mean, but I would just think I mean that has happened before. That's never happened where you just be like, Okay, well let's try this and,
1: and yeah. then
0: say because yeah. Yeah, my boy my boyfriend's asked like we've done fresh, you know, I like to keep it spicy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and I'll <laughs> hit 'em with a with a new move. You know, he'd be like, oh, "Where you get that from?" It's just, you know, and I'll be saying like, "A porno," or he or loves you. Like, well, something like he loves you. That's yeah. why. And I'll just be like, "Oh, it's something I want to try," I'll, or I've been wanting to try, but that's it. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think it's touchy, but I just think how how you say it ultimately. And obviously, if somebody's gaining weight, then yeah, I mean, you should just tell them it's for your benefit, you know. Uh, but I'm how do you touchy. say that? How do you say that without like
1: really like
0: hurting somebody feelings. You're but, you're you' are know, gonna hurt you to hurt that feeling, but I think if it's somebody that you love, you care about, you just gotta be honest, you know i, I feel like when I was getting up there, my boyfriend definitely was you know he would hint to me like, yeah, man, like you' gotta lose some weight, like he's never said it like to me as far as <laughs> like like it was making me unattractive, but I would just say certain shit, like, damn, I can't kick this, or damn. Yeah. And he'd be like, yeah. He'd be like, damn, babe. Like, yeah, you have this way, babe. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's but it was, not but nice. it was, <laughs> it's not, but it's just like, you know, it's it's true. Like, if I'm telling yeah. you, like, shit, like, damn, you know, we've been together this amount of, you know, only this amount yeah. of time, and I've, gain this much weight or if I'm telling you like I can't fit into this no more and I can fit into it like two months ago like mm-hmm. what would you say? You'd mm-hmm. be like damn. Like you know mm-hmm. but it was never like a, a disrespectful. He never came and said it like disrespectfully but it was just like uh, okay. you know. I think you, or, also you just I got something that's like super tight as well you like yeah but you gotta lose some weight like that's it's a crazy, <laughs> right. But um, well, I, I, I
1: also want to, yeah, just, I feel like as far as the weight gain stuff goes, like, um, some people I feel like are scared. Like, they notice it, they'll look and be like, baby, like, face thing got a little bigger than what I'm used to. You know, that motherfucker a little bit fuller. But um, they still won't say nothing because they don't want to hear that backlash or that, you know, negativity or whatever the case may be, you know. So, mm-hmm. I feel like a good way to mention it, especially like in my situation, like, I am the type. I gain weight, I lose weight, I gain weight, I lose weight. Because I'm not is. consistent with shit. I'm just not consistent, you know. And it just mm-hmm. busts. And I've seen this video and I want to go back. What well, what well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to just try and be about it. But, um, So I had, but I watched this video of this chick who did some stuff, and I was just like, wow, that's interesting. I want to try that, you know what I'm saying? But overall and ultimately, you know, I feel like when, personally with me, I feel like if I have a workout partner, that's just so much better than me working out with myself. So, like, if, like, I was just getting, like, so big to the point where my husband's like, bro, like, your size, your stomach, your face, like, you getting a little, you getting, you know, a little chupster. I would want him to say something like, you know, like, well, babe, maybe we should work out together. I put in that effort and then, like, really work out with me. Don't just be like, oh, like, you need to work out losing weight. You know, like, okay, bitch, you do too. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so aggressive and I'm so negative. Like, the first thing I be like, is like, okay, well, like, are you trying to shit on me? Because, trust me, it's you don't want me. It's plenty more because I hear that dude, you know what I'm saying? Just, Oh, just ugly. Just not unable, just unable to take a fucking you know constructive criticism, <laughs> even though there's really mm-hmm. no such thing, but ultimately, like yeah, and as far as like sexual boredom um yeah i'm i'm always I'm like a little freaky bitch, so like I like to try new things all the time, and you know sometimes like i I don't know like it it would be me. It's me more than my husband. Like my husband, he's just like yeah, I'm cool. Woo, woo, woo. This and that and another. Like, but I be like, yeah, well, I want to try something different. I want to do this position. Let's get a motherfucking uh swing. This and that and that another. That. Let's try this. Let's try that. Let's try woop, Let's try whack. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm trying to try everything. So, like, I ho- I'm hoping for the next twenty five, thirty years. <laughs> you don't get too bored you know what i'm saying and if and if it gets too <laughs> consistent i'm hoping to get rejuvenated you know a little surgery when you you get your vagina tight or whatever like that again <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. i have to have like a few more kids if i end up having you know vaginal pregnancies or some shit like that but yeah other than that everything is good to go so i don't know guys i mean tell us what do you think how do you express Sexual boredom or unhappy body changes to a spouse. Email us at confession the number to us at gmail dot com. Um, before we end the episode, this evening, Jade. what are you confessing your love to?
0: I am confessing my love for an app. I don't know if you have it, mm. uh, Angel, but uh, it's the Mint app. But it's just—it's super dope. Like it's—it's it's called Mint M I N T, but it just tracks your oh, whole the life money as app? far as I can. Yeah, like, your whole financial life. Like, you can add, like, your bank accounts, um, your loans. Like, I have, like, my student loan, my car note, you know what I'm saying? And um, and just, like, your investments as well. Like, I have my 401K, my Betterment, you know, my savings account, like, um, everything. And you just know, and, and you also uh, get, like, your credit score as well. So, it's just basically, it's just, like, a very, like, forward, for, like, financial picture of yourself, and you also get to see in real time what's going on with everything, like how much money you have in your, you know, your different accounts and, you know, the direction everything is going in, and, and also get suggestions as well because it's a budget app as well. Like You spend, you know, an unusual amount of money on a certain thing. You know, for instance, like if I went shopping, I don't really go clothing shopping that often, but if I went shopping, I spent like two fifty. You know, on a couple outfits, it, it would, you know, two hundred fifty dollars on two outfits? Wow. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just paying for instance, I don't spend oh, that okay. amount of money. I mean, I have before. I'm like, wow, you are just. I'm about
1: to,
0: I know who to rob. <laughs> oh my god. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's just very much just like a very like accurate picture of your whole financial aspect in your life. And I think it's just really dope and it's good to have it. It's definitely essential. Um, I check it like once a week and look over everything and yeah. I love it. That's what I'm confessing my love for. What are you confessing your love for this week? Well,
1: as you were talking about, man, I'm downloading the shit right now. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because sometimes for me it takes more than one person to tell me about an application. My mentor actually about about Four years ago, told me about this application. I still have not downloaded it. So because you're telling me about it, I'm going to download it. Because I, although I trust her opinion a lot, I really trust yours too. So let's just see what they do for me. I am confessing my love for, y'all don't kill me. Little, little babies. Oh my god, my son is five years old now, as you all know. September last year, uh, last month, I told you guys he turned five, and he's just getting so big. And like, I want to have another kid, so I'm just seeing everybody having babies and these pregnant bellies, and they look so good. Now, I can't say they in the best financial situation, you know, having all these damn kids and shit like that, but I feel like I'm in a place where I could have another baby if I wanted to. So I don't know. I don't know if it's the fever or what, but I'm just expressing my love for life this evening. Life is so precious, and you just see, like, how amazing – so many people become and the type of things that they do with their life and what parents you know what the type of things that parents they actually you know they go through or they see or the type of kids they they raise and you know it's all about the parents so I'm confessing my love for just just life this evening um but that's pretty much it Jen if you want to weigh in on love I mean I know that you want a baby too
0: not now, honey. I'm um, uh, ten years from now. Uh, uh, now. That is
1: a few goddamn a few years? Are like, you talking like you wanna you wanna be that forty year old dad with the fucking two year old son, and your two year old son is now twenty, and you're sixty three years old,
0: and you're like, and that's perfectly oh my God. fine. Because you wanna know what oh. I live my whole life, and you know, and at that part, I'm gonna be very wealthy. And I can dedicate a lot of time to my old ass who's gonna be at his football games and everything else to so going to all the meetings because you wanna know what? I spent a vast amount of years, you know, being selfish, so Yeah. They come
1: like they gonna be like, Is that oh my god, is that your grandpa? I'm like, no, that's my dad. Oh. Oh. Oh well, great. No, I was kidding. that's how you should do it though honestly well anyways everybody we want to say thank you so much for tuning in this evening don't forget to check us out on Facebook Instagram LinkedIn YouTube Tumblr SoundCloud and of course this podcast from blog talk like comment rate and subscribe don't forget to tag us in the drama you guys can expect to hear from us next Sunday excuse me Thursday like always October 13th at the same time 630 Central 7.30 7.30 Eastern. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Angel Vandran.
0: And I'm your host, John Othello, and you are listening to the one and the only perfection. Good night,
1: May. Good night, my servant.
0: Wow. winter is just around the corner thankfully so is the home depot right now you can get 20 bags of green fiber blow-in insulation and the blower rentals free making installation a breeze green fiber is denser and more soundproof than fiberglass alternatives keeping homes quieter while reducing heating and cooling bills by up to 25 percent now you can save money and keep warm this winter with green fiber blow-in insulation get 20 bags and the blower rentals free only at the home depot more saving more doing